and welcome to The Solve Network. My name is Shane Borza, and I'll be your host. Along with my co-founder, Benjamin Goss, we'd like to welcome you. Our mission is to provide solutions and create a network of experts for you to learn from. Now, this show is a little different than most podcasts, as it is actually a live call held twice a month. If you can, please join us on the first and third Thursday of each month so you can get your questions answered live and direct from the experts themselves. If you're an expert, please contact me at shaneborza.com so you can be a part of the network. And now, here's our show. So hi, everyone. My name is Shane Borza, and I'd like to welcome you to another guest expert call on the Salt Network with myself and my co-founder and co-host, Benjamin Goss. We have these calls on the first and third Thursday of every single month. We always have a interesting, exciting expert from a different industry who likes to share their expertise, their knowledge, what they're doing, and what they're offering. And tonight is no exception. We have Dr. Judy Murray from No Teacher Left Behind, who I've become friends with. She's fantastic. So a quick background on her. She has all kinds of education. She's a doctorate in education. She has a master's in marriage and family counseling, a master's in education, and a master's in divinity. She's also been a professor. She's taught psychology and human development, and she is the founder and executive director of the nonprofit No Teacher Left Behind. She also has a new book coming out, and her passion is to help teachers. And we're so excited to have Dr. Judy with us today and to listen to her talk about some of the issues that are going on with teaching teachers and education in America. Scene one, Apple, take one. Hi, I'm Shane Borza, your content creator coach. I have two books on filmmaking, Film Notes, where you learn to write, direct, and produce, and the Film Notes Workbook, where you can learn checklists and paperwork to streamline creating your content. Available at shaneborza.com. I also have filmmaker resources like the Paperwork Bundle with over 300 documents, the Sound Effects Bundle with almost 3,000 files, and the Music Bundle featuring 900 tracks of all genres. Want to build your professional credits? Become an associate producer and get listed on IMDb. Let me help you get your art out into the world. Scene one, Apple, take one. So Dr. Judy, thank you so much for being here and take it away. Thank you so much. Uh, wow, what an um, honor and uh, very uh, great opportunity to, uh, to be on your show. I, I really appreciate it. So yeah, Shane talked about uh, my passion and my purpose for helping teachers. Um, it is important that we focus on what's happening to our teachers in America. Uh, there's so many issues, whether it's their health, their availability, their attitude, their motivation to teach. And so when I thought about no teacher left behind, I, I thought about helping teachers in every facet of their lives it seems to me that we have unions that fight for teachers. I, I, we are concerned about the personal wellness and personal needs for teachers, which is a, it's a different type of concern uh, for teachers because if we don't have healthy teachers, I just don't believe we'll have a healthy nation. That's, that's the way I see it. And teachers are the foundation of our nation. And for so long, they have been forgotten. They um, have been pretty much kind of left behind. And when I say that, we know that they exist. We know that we need them, 
but I don't think they're in the forefront. I, I believe they're in the back, behind the scenes, doing all the work, but never really acknowledged for their hard work and their perseverance. Um, in the midst of that, uh, they are, they're, they're having a lot of problems with their health. Um, staying focused. Um, our educational system has changed dramatically where they're uh, either they're in the classroom or they're um, at home and the days are longer. They may not be getting the sleep and the proper food and exercise that they were getting even in the you know traditional classroom. So my book that comes out this weekend, uh, it's called COVID-19, Wake Up America. Actually, are we awake first? And then if you're not awake, wake up. Uh, because we need our teachers. And so I wrote this book to wake up the consciousness of Americans in regards to how we're treating our teachers. And it hits every, every person, a student, a parent, uh, administration. I mean, everyone needs to really come together and help our teachers because we're, we're having a little bit of shortage of teachers now. They're not, there's not as many out. I mean, even the ones that are there present, they're struggling. They're really struggling. So I, I wrote the book to kind of, you know, remind us uh, how important teachers are and, and to wake up the consciousness of how we need to treat our teachers in, in this nation. That is a great intro. And I want us to know a little bit more about if you have any uh, sections or areas in the book that talk about different things. You mentioned COVID. And I, I know that, uh, you know, there are several different kind of main issues going on right now. <laughs> What, what do you kind of address and, and talk about, uh, or is there any specific focus uh, in the book? Thank you so much. I'm glad you asked me that question. So first of all, we talked about um, the safety. Are teachers safe? Are they safe in the home? Are they safe in the classroom? Uh, what has been done in the school systems to protect our teachers? Um, yes, we have all the, the things that we feel like they uh, need uh, as far as, you know, a sanitizer and maybe things like uh, some masks and so forth. But there's so many other issues uh, when they step on the campus. And then are they safe in their homes because of the lack of emotional uh, support and just that overall support from administration? Because there, some parents are actually teaching and they're teaching their children. So we talk about in the book about the many roles that they have to still play, which also creates another level of safety. Are they safe? Um, in regards to their teaching and their knowledge. Because teachers are knowledge givers. Because they're knowledge givers, they have to have a strong mental capability to give back to our children and, and to their students. So we, I think we're just kind of dropping the ball on that. So safety is a big issue. Um, are they safe? Uh, not only just with their physical, are they safe emotionally and psychologically uh, to continue to teach? And then we have another section in the book we talked about um, a teacher coach, which is a very new um, ideal that we came up with because we don't want the stigma of our teachers having some type of psychological uh, illness or there's something wrong with them. We want someone to come alongside and say, hey, you know what? We got you. We, we, we want to support you. We, we want you to have that emotional support because some teachers are actually behind the computer for like hours. And they don't get a lot of social. They don't get to get out and walk. And it's, it's, it looks like it's safe, but is it really safe for them mentally and emotionally? So we talked about the safety and supplying some teacher coaches on the side. And then we also talked about the value and the honor and the respect. Where is it? You know, do we still have that when it comes to teachers and how important they are in our society? 
We also have a section in the book where we talked about um, just the salaries that we need to give them more money because they really deserve that. Um, it really, the book really focuses on raising the status of our teachers and how important it is that we all join in this effort, whether you're a parent, uh, whether you are a student, whether you are have a teacher in your neighborhood, it's, it's, it's something that we should pay attention to. So yes, the book really covers uh, uh, a lot of information in regards to an awareness of how valuable a teacher is. Yeah, that's great. I think it's helpful for people to know a little bit more about some of the surrounding issues. Like you mentioned, it's, it's great to talk about safety, but really safety is a lot of things. And even just what you said there, there were a couple of things I'm like, oh, I thought about the first three, but not the, the fourth one, for instance. And so, so yes, you're right. It's, it is a complex issue and it's a lot of issues all simultaneous. So speaking of simultaneous, you have this book and you also have this organization. So can you talk more about No Teacher Left Behind and how that came about and what the mission is there? Wow. And, you know, it's a great segue into no teachers left. Well, no teacher left behind, because we feel as an organization, we have to support the health and wellness of teachers. We have to. And so uh, about two years ago, we started no teacher left behind in Orange County. And we were actually going to um, invite several health and wellness businesses to support uh, teachers. And they would they would come and register and give back whatever they could uh, to help teachers in their health and wellness, but COVID-19 hit. And so we, what we started doing was sending the products directly to the homes of teachers. So what they do, they go on our site and they fill out a uh, survey and it talks about all their personal issues. And then we award uh, several teachers a month um, from five to 10 teachers a month. It depended on how many teachers fill out the, you know, the uh, survey. And we, I actually call them up and I have a conversation with each teacher and I asked them, how are you feeling? And what are your needs? And how's, 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 how, how, how are you doing? You know, basically. And they tell me a lot of things like uh, neck, shoulder, back pain. So the organization, the book, all the proceeds from the book uh, goes back into helping our teachers. So we're able to continue to send products to the homes of teachers around uh, our, in, our, in our country, around the, in our nation. So it's not just California, it's wherever a teacher logs on and she fills out that survey and we see that there's an urgent need, we begin to address those needs and send those products directly to their homes. So that's what we're doing. We're focusing on the health and wellness and that's why we're, we are called No Teacher Left Behind. We don't want to leave teachers behind in the areas of their personal needs. So it's a great organization. We're a nonprofit. We're only two years old and we're doing a lot of big, big things for, for teachers nationwide. When you talk about sending things to the teachers, can you tell us a little bit more about what you're sending them, how you're, you're helping them and kind of maybe some of the people who are involved? Okay, good. Yeah, so these are this, some of the products we're sending are neck and shoulder uh, released. We have, they have um, a lot of teachers have back, neck, shoulder, and back pain. They sit very long. And so we send them some uh, neck massagers for their neck and their shoulders and even for their hands. We also send them yoga uh, equipment because of the tension and not being able to relax after a long day on the computer. We also send them foot massagers because they're sitting and their feet 
they're sitting long periods and they have to move around for circulation. We also send them cardio equipment. If you go to our website, uh, there's a three different videos. You can see a stepper, a cardio. We send them um, some running equipment, anything but cardio, relaxation. Um, we also send uh, toning equipment. A lot of women are worried about, I'm sitting all day. My muscles are kind of getting flabby. I need some toning equipment. So to reiterate what we send, we send um, some neck and shoulder equipment. We send yoga we send cardio equipment. We even send some time just um, oh, hand, hand weights if, if you want to just tone your body. It really depends on the teacher. It's, we don't just send out products. We, I, I take the time because I really care about teachers. I really do. I take the time to talk to each teacher, whether they need us or not. I want to know what's going on in your life. And they usually are overwhelmed that someone would call and be concerned about their personal needs. So once I make the phone call and we have a 30-minute conversation, I begin to, uh, because of my counseling background, I can kind of pick up uh, what a teacher needs. And we began to uh, look on Amazon and we send these products directly to their home. Yeah, that's great. I'm really happy to hear that you're taking the time to tailor it to each person individually, as opposed to having kind of a, a teacher care package that is uniform for everyone. Uh, I, I, and as you said, everyone's dealing with things differently and has different challenges. So that's that's fantastic. So to go back to the book, I'm curious, you know, if if you have a certain person that you wrote the book for or or like if someone was going to buy the book and give it to someone as a gift, like who would the, the book be best given to to help spread your your message and have an impact? What a great question. Wow. So when I was thinking about my audience, matter of fact, I, I believe the, um, oh gosh, what's his name? He asked me that question. He said, who's your audience? I, I initially said America, but then now the more I think about it, the book is geared towards students. It's geared towards uh, parents. It's geared towards um, school administrators. Anyone, any person in this country who's had a teacher you can pick up this book and be inspired. You don't have to be an, even in education. If you are an American and you had a teacher, you need to get the book because the book helps you understand that how do we get here? How do we not take time to value the individuals who made us who we are today? How do we just like ignore them? There's not one profession in this country that didn't have a teacher. There's not one career that we can name that didn't have a teacher. So yes, it is It is every, every American citizen, but furthermore, it's every person who had a teacher. And I think we all have. I don't, I, I had several, I, I mean, become the doctor. I, I don't, I probably, I mean, I'm sure I had a lot of teachers that I, I'm grateful. I'm very grateful for their time to, to encourage me on my journey. And you're, you're right, everyone has a teachers every, uh, it doesn't matter if it's school or, or work, you know, that you could call it a trainer, you could call it whatever you call it, but they are teaching you how to do something. So in that regard, yeah, every position, whether it's uh, in a classroom or on the job site, you, you do have someone to thank for you knowing what you, what you know. I wanted to go back. You were talking about people donating and people getting involved. So if you're, if, if you were talking to someone uh, right now, or, or someone's going to hear this later, and they say, you know, I have a company, or I have a product, you know, 
I want to be involved with this. How would someone come on as uh, a partner or a corporate partner so that they could help the Teachers of America? Good question. Thank you so much. So first of all, I would love for every for each one, everyone to have the book because all the proceeds from the book go right to helping our teachers. That's number one. It's like a win-win. You get a nice, strong, you know, nice reading, a nice, and it's kind of funny. I think you enjoy the book. It's you, uh, you'll be inspired. I really do. That's number one. Number two, you can make a one-time donation to the nonprofit and say, Dr. Murray, we just want to help teachers. Uh, we, we know I don't really, I don't want to read. I'm tired of reading, but I just want to help you. And then number three, if you are a business or you are a health and wellness business and you say, Dr. Murray, you know what? I, I want to I partner with you. I want to see what we can send to teachers uh, nationwide. So there's three different ways. You can buy a book and those proceeds will go right to the teachers. You can make a one-time donation and say, you know what? I'm, I'm in there. I, I want to help. I, I had a teacher. I, I understand what they're going through. And then most, and then the last one is a kind of a, a different type. You, if, you, if you're an owner of a business, health and wealth primarily, and you have products that you want to just say, hey, you know what, um, I want to I support what you're doing. Uh, I, you know, I want to get involved. And then in regards to superintendents, um, I do want to, if, if there's any out listening to this message, I need you to consider uh, a, a coach, uh, you know, a teacher coach. We, we are, that's a brand new type of uh, program that no one else has really uh, developed and we need some support. So if you're having problems with your teachers and you don't want them to, um, to get involved with any type of mental health, I think the coaching would be a great way to invest into No Teachers Left Behind so we can supply you with the necessary teacher coaches that you need for your teachers. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a lot of good information for, for options of getting involved. And the follow-up I would have to that is when you talk about buying the book. So is the book currently out? Is it, is it going to be coming out? When, where, how do they get it? So yeah, the book will be released on Saturday, um, September 19th. You can go on the site right now, right now, today, <laughs> and pre-order your book um, and you'll get it, you know, you'll get it faster because you, you, you're getting the book quicker than, than the release day. So yeah, you can go on site. It is also on Amazon this weekend when it's released on Saturday, it'll be on Amazon. You can go to Barnes and Noble. And then I think a million, it's a million, it, it, those three, those three venues uh, for sure is, um, uh, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and Millionaire Mark. It's a different. I, I'm not even going to say it, but it's a different um, vendor that wants to get involved. Well, I'll talk to you later about that. I'm I'm not pronouncing the name right, so I don't want to mess up the name. Yeah, that's okay. I'm, I'm t I always take notes on the calls, so just tell me later, and I'll put it in the notes, and then everyone will be able to see it. Okay. So when you say the site, do you mean the? Do you have a site for the book? Is it your site? Is it No Teacher Left Behind? No Teacher Left Behind, and that the the, um, the website. Our website is www.noteachers with an s leftbehind.org. And so yes, that that is our website. And you, I would welcome everyone who's listening to this to go to the website and read about us and check out what we're doing before you just buy the book. I mean, see what we're doing for teachers and see their testimony, see what we're doing for teachers nationwide before you actually, you know, make sure you're, you're donating to a, a really good nonprofit that's doing, making a difference in the lives of teachers. So the uh, LinkedIn profile says that it's the No Teacher Left Behind movement. So how is this a movement and, and how is this movement 
different from someone who's just grateful for having good teachers in their life? <laughs> wow, what a great question. Wonderful question. So when we think about the word movement, I mean, you know, you're, you're, going, you're going somewhere, like you're not standing still. So we're moving towards a different type of, um, should I say, a different status for our teachers. We, we want people, to, we want everyone to get involved in the areas of just being awake. Um, how, you know, when I say awake, that we're moving towards something uh, different for our teachers and we can no longer just afford to just um, stay, stay stagnant. So the movement, when I say movement, we are moving across each state to say, listen, you know what? We have to wake up. We have to change the way we're treating our teachers. So we're moving towards a better better um, lifestyle and how we respect and honor and value our teachers. We, we have to do something different. We have to create laws to protect our teachers. We have to uh, begin to see them in a different light, their status. Um, I mean, I, I hate, I don't, I shouldn't say hate. I don't know if this is the right um, metaphor, but I do want to say when it comes to, we have so many movements right now in our country, Black Lives Matter and so many different things, social unrest. I want to say that teachers' lives matter too, that they their lives matter just as much as any other life in this country. And so it is a movement. We are trying to move from this just a conversation to an actual let's get something done for our teachers. So in regards to changing laws and changing perspectives and changing some of the ways things are done, what would you say are some changes that you or uh, perhaps the people you've talked to would recommend that we do moving forward? Okay, number one, uh, and I know all teachers wanna hear this, we have to change their salary. We, we have to find a way to pay our teachers what they're worth. We can no longer afford to just not give them. They have to live, they have families, they have to support themselves. That's number one. Number two, we have to change the way we train and prepare the new generation of teachers. Uh, we can no longer just feel like a degree and a credential is, is, is okay. Our teachers, unfortunately, are going to have to go through a boot camp, a, a, a series of cognitive, physical, psychological um, uh, training to make sure they can handle uh, the next generation of learners. It's a different day a different era, we, we all know, uh, we, are, we are in the midst of a great, great change. The COVID-19 has, will change the way we uh, treat our teachers and the way we educate our kids. So we have to make a change towards the salary. We have to make a change towards the laws to protect teachers. We have to make a change the way we hire and train teachers. Uh, it's gonna be different, their careers. Um, we can't just give our teachers our degree and say, okay, go teach. Uh, we have to see what we need in our global economy and change our classes according to that. And that brings back to mind what you were talking about at the beginning with uh, the, the issues. There's so many and they're so complex and they all kind of interrelate. Sounds the same. The, the changes are all interrelated and, you know, you can talk about oh, it's only a few things. It's salary, it's training, it's laws. But of course, each one of those is many things. So 
I, I think you're right in that both of those, the, the issues and the changes, they might be very complex and a little murky and interrelated, but they're each individually important and then all important together. Yes. So can you, can you tell us a story? Uh, it doesn't need to be with any specific details, but uh, more about maybe a particular uh, a teacher or situation that you were able to help through No Teacher Left Behind. Oh, wow. That's a lot, a lot, because we have, um, I talked to so many different teachers, um, uh, but I, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you one just yesterday. I called her. Uh, she's been teaching for 30 years and um, she was crying because she um, was having problems with her disc uh, sitting for long periods. And um, she says she, she's going to have an operation, but she still felt like she needed more uh, support because she's, she's sitting longer. So whenever I hear a teacher that has been teaching for more than Oh boy, 15 years, anything past 20, my heart just kind of, I, I, I kind of pay attention. And she had so much energy. And so I said, I, I was talking to her and I said, well, why don't we send you some yoga? You can have a yoga. But then she started crying. I sent her two gifts because I said 30 years is a long time. And I want to honor you by, for what you do. I appreciate you. And I want you to know that we are no teachers left behind. We want to make sure that you um, are taken care of. I'm going to tell you something, um, and this is the very honest to God truth. Every teacher who I call, they cry. They cannot believe that someone is taking the time to call them and to give them something for the stress and care, and they actually care about what they're doing in our country. Uh, they're shocked. Uh, I had one teacher tell me, excuse me, I don't have any money. Uh, what are you trying to do? I, I, I don't sell me. I said, no, 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 no. <laughs> Hold on. It's, it's free. Uh, it's, it's an organization. She couldn't believe it. Uh, they have a hard time believing that we're calling to give them something to help them feel they just cannot believe it. Um, and then they start crying. Uh, the majority of the teachers cry. Um, the majority of the teachers can't believe that this is, this is so, they, so, it's so new they, they think there's something behind it. Like, are you trying to sell me something? What am I getting? I said, no, it, just give us your address and give us a contact. And, and, and when I send them the order uh, number from Amazon, then they start, they, they, they just can't believe it. So, yeah. Well, that's great to hear. It, it's inspiring to hear how as big an impact that can have, but it's also a little sad to know that they all feel so kind of uh, forgotten that, as something as simple as just having a phone call can have that, that much of a transformation for them. But I'm so, so glad to hear that. Yep. One of the things you talked about earlier when you were answering how people can get involved was talking about school superintendents. And I'm curious about the, uh, perhaps there's a difference in the way you were reaching out to teachers as opposed to people who like run schools or, or uh, school administrators. Uh, is there a similarity or a difference in, in what you want to do with those two different groups? Um, you know, can you talk a little bit about that? Very good question. So, of course, when I when I talk to teachers, it's about their personal needs. But when I talk to school administrators, it's about how can you help me help your teachers? Uh, 
And so when I go on LinkedIn or when I'm connecting with principals and superintendents, um, they're very, very, they're also shocked too that, wow, what do you do and how long have you been around? And because we've only been around for two years, people, uh, you know, they're starting to say, wow, you know, maybe she has a point. So I really, when I engage with superintendents and principals, I talk about my teachers and how they were shocked that they were getting the support. And I asked them, would you like to join with me and partner with me uh, in any way tangible? If you have, you know, I, 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 I'll say this and it may not sound too professional, but I mean, it's, it's a fact that you're saving money uh, without a lot of teachers going to the school because of building costs. I talk about this in the book too. Uh, why not give some of that money to, um, to help your teachers now? Why don't, you know, send some special things to keep them going since you don't have the building costs? that you um that you had you don't have the utilities and things like that that maybe you if you're you know you're saving some money here in regards to um some extra cost overhead costs for building that can be applied towards the teacher's needs and that's what i and i, I don't go in there with pressure i go in there with uh, wow i can help you with your teachers and many of the principals um they, they'll get back with me, but because we're a very new program, um, they, they, they're very um, slow to get back with me. But we do have uh, two, uh, super, one superintendent and a principal on our, on our board, uh, No Teachers Left Behind. So they're, they're on board and we will eventually get the funding that we need to continue to help teachers. I'm wondering if there's a way that uh, People, whether they're local in the community or just, you know, any, like you mentioned, you, you want to build this uh, movement across the country, that uh, people could almost like adopt a teacher or uh, support, you know, is, is there any way that people could uh, maybe say, uh, well, you know, I'm in, uh, you know, one part of the country and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm listening to you and you're in the other part of the country. You know, other than than donating uh, to the organization, is there there any other way that they could maybe contribute or help out? Because uh, you know, a lot of people right now don't have the money to contribute, but I'm sure they'd want to help out in some other way. Well, you know, that's a very that's a wonderful. Thank you for that. That's a great idea. So, yeah, money's tight on every hand, everywhere you go. Every people's out of work, and you know, how do we how do we create a a a a, a, a source of support? So. When you go to my website, our website, and you contact us and say, Dr. Murray, you know, I thought about something. I don't have the money to donate and I don't have a health and wellness business, but you know what? I have time. I, I can you, you know, if I, if I have words of encouragement, uh, we need you to encourage a teacher and say, hey, can I bring you something to eat? Um, do you have enough water? Would you like, um, gosh, would you like me to send you some stress reliever. I mean, things like water, vitamins, these are small little things that go a long way. Um, some, to be honest with you, some teachers can't pay their internet. Some teachers can't keep their utilities because they're using more. So that's another way to say, you know, Dr. Murray, I want this to go towards uh, a teacher's utilities. They can't keep their, it's hard now. It's different. Uh, some, maybe one of the husbands were working and now they're home. It's we have to understand that being a teacher at home is not easier. 
you're paying you're you have a you're paying a price. It may not be you're driving to school, but you have expenses, uh, probably more, because your your kids are at home. There some parents, some teachers have their kids at home, so they have to you know give them more food and everything like that too. So. Yeah, I think that, you know, being a teacher buddy, uh, we can call that. You, you just go ahead and contact us and let us know, Dr. Murray, I, I want to get involved. I, I want to be in this movement. I, I want to help our teachers. I want to let our teachers know that we care about them. And that would be an excellent way to show the care. So you just mentioned a couple things like the internet and some of the utilities and, and, you know, as you, as you mentioned, everyone is kind of home, you know, they're online all day, they're, they're teaching remote classes all day long. So are, are there, or would you consider there to be kind of like uh, consistent needs? Like do all the teachers need, uh, you know, help in a certain way? Uh, because earlier you were talking about how you're individualizing it for teachers. So I'm just curious if, you're finding that it's it's more different teacher to teacher or it's more the same teacher to teacher and there's just some small tweaks? Well, the, the common thread right now, all teachers are stressed out. Their stress level is very, very high. And we know, we all know, when your stress level is high, your immune system is low. So one of the ways that you could help every teacher needs vitamins, every teacher needs water, every teacher needs a good diet, Every teacher needs to eat and, and be able to, to, to have nourishment for their mind. Sometimes that's hard. It's very hard. Um, there are companies out there, I don't know where you are, but you own companies that you have the DoorDash, you know, get, get a salad or something to give them some nourishment for their minds. So that's a common thread. The individualized uh, part of the, the picture is when the conversations that I have with teachers, it's private. Meaning that if they tell me something about their personal needs, then I have to pay attention to the emotional, the psychological, and the physical um, ailments that they're going through. And I have to be able to meet those needs as far as some type of physical um, release, such as cardio, a, a teacher coach, or uh, being able to give them some circulation and just some encouragement to say, hey, why don't you try this, try this. Um, I even sent a teacher a while back um, just some things for her bath, bubble bath and some Epsom salt. She thought that was like, wow, you know, and, and I'm encouraging them to take time for themselves um, that I know you're a great teacher and I know you want to be on all these Zoom meetings and and see a lot of parent, a lot of teachers are getting back with parents, even when they're not teaching late at night, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. You know, they have to sleep, too, and they have to jump up the next day and be refreshed. Maybe some teachers have to get up at five or six for the lesson plans. Because another thing I, I talk about in the book, the grade level, what grade, this is very, very important. Kindergarten through eighth grade, that's a whole different type of teacher online. It really is. The, the kids are not, the, how do you keep a ch children focused? So one of the things I suggest, and I, I will, in the book, I recommend that parents and teachers, the school districts come up with a parent-teacher curriculum to help teachers, um, you know, be able to apply uh, the lessons to elementary students without getting so stressed out. A lot of their stress is that they can't keep the younger children focused. It's it's a lot of it takes the 
patient and they're already tired. So I, I, I really, we really need to revamp the curriculum. So the, you know, the old common core or the, the whatever the state made you teach as a, in a teacher, we've got to change and we got to change that up for kindergarten through eighth grade. It's just not going to work anymore. It's too stressful on our teachers. They can't focus. So, yeah. So um, I hope I answered your question uh, in regards to um, what's different and what's uh, what's what's a common thread in regards to what teachers are going. Yeah. And, and I'd say that the common thread in this conversation is very similar because like like you said, the the issues, you know, they're all connected and complex and then the solutions are all connected and complex. And it's the same thing uh, when you mentioned the stress, as you said, the stress level goes up and then their, their health goes down. So again, even that it's, it, it's easy to say, well, it's stress, but it's like, well, really it's, it's a lot of these things all together. It's the nutrition, it's the sleep, it's the taking time for themselves. So I'm really happy to hear you talk about that. And I think a lot of people, when they listen to this, it'll, it'll help them to think about, you know, it, it isn't just one thing. It, it really is all of these things together. It's almost like, a, you know, it's greater than the sum of its parts. So one, one last question on this kind of theme about wait, what specifically teachers need and some of the costs and some of the specific items and things is, uh, you know, if, if someone wanted to say, uh, you know, we were talking about maybe like, uh, uh, adopting a teacher or sponsoring a teacher. So when you send out like uh, one of these kind of care packages, if you were to put like an average price, you know, say someone wanted this, wanted to say, oh, I'm going to donate enough so that you give an extra bundle out. You know, wh- what would you say might be an average kind of an ish price uh, that someone could say, um, oh, if I donate this, I'm going to be able to help one more teacher or, or three more teachers or 10 more teachers. I say the average cost when we send out uh, gifts, it's about $20, $20 for a teacher. And what that could get them was um, some toning equipment, some massage for their neck and shoulder, um, for their feet. I mean, I try to keep it in that category between $20 and $25. Sometimes it goes over. If I have teachers that have been teaching for uh, 25 years or more, I really baby them. And I, and I just say, listen, um, we appreciate you. We honor you. We respect you. We value you. I kind of really let them know, wow, I thank you so much that you're still in, you're still teaching after all these years. And I'm so happy you're brought up with the teacher buddy, because when I think about a movement, when I think about this is all of our jobs. We've got to come together to help our teachers. What better situation if you can contribute back to someone who made you who you are today? Uh, none of us can say we didn't have a teacher. None of, none of us are exempt to say, well, that's not my problem. Well, yeah, now it is our problem. We've got to help our teachers. We can't just, you know, uh, well, keep going on as it is because it's, it's, an, it's our problem now. It's not just, oh, that's the school district's problem or that's just my son's problem. No, it's all of our, we all had teachers. We cannot continue to say, ignore this fact that they're not important members of our society. They are just as important as anyone else, if not more. And that's where my passion and my calling comes because I, I need to sound the alarm that they're hurting, that they need us, that we can't just think, it's, oh, it's just no teacher left behind. That's your, that's your job. No, no, it's all of our jobs. We're just a, a flick in the flame. 
we're, we're lighting a fire. So when, when we begin to grow and grow, you become a part of the change because you cannot say, I, I, I'm, I guarantee you, if you're five years to a hundred, you had a teacher. Can't say that for all professions. We may not have an attorney. We may not have a, a doctor, but we had teachers. It's a, it's a, you talk about a common thread. It's common. And even if you're African-American and you're a different color, you had a teacher, you're a Hispanic, all these different, you, ha, you can't get out of it. <laughs> you had a teacher. So I'm just trying to create that awareness um, on every front that we need to get back to our teachers. We really do. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you brought it back to the teachers because I wanted to ask you, you know, who was your favorite or most inspirational teacher? And I know you've got a lot of degrees and you, you've been to a lot of, a lot of schools, so I'm sure you've had a lot, but there's got to be one or two people that stand out as like, oh, they, they were the one. Oh, okay. So it was, his name was Mr. Lou. And uh, I, I gave him a hard time, but he was so encouraging to me. Um, I was in high school and uh, he was one of my, my best teachers because he, he told me, he said, you know what? You are going to be someone that people really appreciate one day. And I thought, really? <laughs> me? And so I never knew what he meant. He was just very encouraging. Uh, he was very, very encouraging. And he, he um, helped me understand the, the concept of perseverance and, and, and what's so important. And also my father, my father was my greatest teacher, uh, my dad, who, who just taught me a lot. And I think when your parents become your teachers, so I had two, I had Mr. Lou and my dad, who were the greatest teachers in, 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 in my life. And I do want to say this closing. I, I go undercover. This is kind of a I shouldn't say this. I go to school districts even now and I go in and I, and I sub and I do that. I, I take up for the COVID teachers. And let me tell you what I found out. It's kind of a, um, I, I need to tell you this. So I asked the kids, I said, did you, do you miss your teacher? And I said, you've been in, you've been in, in inside for three months. And I go, what's the main thing that you miss? And every, every student said, I miss my teacher. And I almost cried because they didn't say I miss my friend. They didn't say I miss coming to school. They said I miss my teacher. And uh, that tells, that's, that's a lot, so. Well, thank you for sharing that. that that's great. And yeah, I, it's funny. I had uh, my favorite teacher, uh, Barry Skolnick was from when I was in high school and I, uh, I'm still so thankful for him uh, today. Uh, after all these years, but uh, yeah, it's, it's great to hear that that's something because I, I think a lot of people would assume most kids don't care about the teacher. They care about not being able to see their friends, but you're right, because really, you know, there's 20, 30, sometimes more kids in a class, but there's only one teacher. Yes. And that one teacher really does have such an impact on every single student. So that, that does make sense, even though that was a little surprising. So you, you've talked about supporting teachers, some of the issues, some of the solutions. What would you say are the top two or three challenges that make it really hard to get this message out? Wow. Well, our attitudes. Attitudes towards teachers. Um, they, although we see them as, 
Wow. The word teacher, they, they're, they're, I call them knowledge giver. It's our attitude towards what they do for us as a whole. Um, our attitudes have to change about how important they are. Uh, when you don't have something is when you really understand how valuable. And this is the part that, that bothers me. As we progress into and beyond this COVID-19, we really need to understand where are our teachers? Do we have enough? Will we have enough? And that, unfortunately, is a wake-up call. That is when Americans will come together and say, you know what? We've got to stop the bleeding. And so that's really number one, changing our attitudes. When we see a teacher, and I'll give you a metaphor. So when you see someone in the military, you stop and I would hope you say, thank you for what you're doing in our country for protecting us. You would think, right? Then you have other people in our society, maybe someone high profile. You tell a football player, good job. You played a good game because they, they're million-dollar players. I mean, I, I don't want to bring that up about all NFL players had teachers. But the other part, changing the way we see them and the way we value them, that is one of the biggest, I would say, deterrents in regards to raising the status of teachers in our country. Number two, we have to pay our teachers more money. We've got to grab into someone's pocket, this government, the system. We've got to turn, turn that, that knob. We've got to give them more. They have to take care of their families. They can no longer survive on the money that they're getting for the price that they pay to give us knowledge. They're giving us knowledge. It's a, it's a lofty price. So give them what they deserve, changing the attitudes, giving them more salary, you know, making sure they have enough salary. And then number three, be concerned about where they are. Respect them. Don't make their lives stressful. And these are just common every day. We forget that teachers are really going through a lot right now. And during this time of COVID-19 and maybe beyond because we're changing, our whole educational system is going to change. And so if we don't stop and pay attention, change your attitude, give them more money and pay attention to their personal needs by just doing something kind, like a teacher buddy, then we're, gonna, we're not gonna have enough uh, teacher force for the next generation of learners. So those are the three areas that I feel like we need to really focus on right now. Yeah, very well said. and and. You know, to go back to that theme again, they, they all really do work together and think that you, you really do need to address all three of those together in order for them to work synergistically. Because if you just give them more money and they don't have the support, it may not help as much. If you just give them the support, but they don't have the financial, it's not going to help as much. You really need to have the attitude and the financial support and the respect all together. So that's very well said. So I have uh, two last questions. Uh, you, you were mentioning the, uh, how, you know, everyone's had teachers and, you know, Hispanics have had teachers and Blacks have had teachers and whites and, you know, everybody, you can't escape it no matter like who you are or what you've done. But I'm curious what your thoughts are on race and class and how that complicates the support they have for teachers, especially in America. So can you repeat that again? You said the race. Can you, cl can you clarify a little bit? 
are, are there any uh, issues of race or class that that directly complicate some of these teacher issues that are going on, especially with a lot of the things that are happening right now in America with Black Lives Matter and some of the protests and some of the issues that are happening now, is that part of what's complicating some of these issues with teachers and education? So yeah, so when we think about the word teacher, there was a time where we felt like a teacher was equal with authority, that they have authority in a, in a, in a student's life, in a child's life, and they have a little, they have influence over a child's life and, and what, how this child is learning and what they say. But unfortunately, we have a lot of upheaval, a lot of revolts, a lot of uh, rebellious, like, well, I'm going to do what I want to do, which also makes a teacher's hard, job very hard. So there's a part in the book where I talk about parents becoming proactive as a team with a teacher. And it doesn't matter what color you are. That is your son's or daughter's teacher. And I used a metaphor. I said, would you take your child to a doctor who you didn't like or you felt it was unqualified? It is so important for the parent to affirm a teacher, whether they are Hispanic, African-American, Anglo, um, you name it, whatever culture background, the parent needs to embrace the fact that in spite of that, that they're your son's teacher. So a lot of it is a parental connection. I call it the parental connection where that child is influenced by the parent and the teacher. When we get to the higher uh, levels of education, whether it's high school or college, um, I talked to some students the other day and I said, tell me the number one reason why you don't respect your teacher is it because they're a different color? Is it because they're different culture background? And the answer I got was, well, they don't respect us. Interesting. So because we have a whole group of generation of revolters that says, well, you do what I, you do what I say, do or else. Teachers are going to have to change the way they relate. I hate to say this to this next generation in regards to being more little, maybe a little sensitive but not giving over the full uh, authority they have to teach a subject. Um, this is where I was talking about the training. We talked about a different type of training. You can't just go to college and get a credential to change, I mean, to teach the next generation of students. It's gonna take another level of understanding their background, their fears, their pains, their anxieties, their, their, their attitudes towards teachers and how can you teach me? Who are you? And, you know, I'm only one to be taught by African-American or Hispanic or Anglo. I'm not going to respect you as a teacher. I want to make sure you're the same, same nationality or same culture. It's going to be a great responsibility for teachers to go back into training to try to understand what is going on in the minds of the next generation of learners. We have to listen to them. Or we can't just have a degree and teach them. Because I, I'm going to tell you something. The majority of the next, they have a lot of access to computer knowledge. They have a lot of access to things that the teachers of old didn't have. You know, they, they didn't have it. And it's different. So teachers have to be aware that uh, these young people who are from different backgrounds, uh, they, can, they all have a computer. And so they can... They, they, they're, they're, they're going to judge you 
uh, with your, we, I have a, there's a chapter in the book about social media, how you are portrayed as an African-American teacher or as an Anglo teacher or maybe a Hispanic teacher. The, it, kids are smart. So teachers are going to have to be aware of, of the, I, would, I wouldn't ask you to be colorblind, but you need to be aware uh, that teach, uh, students will look at you in a different way because of your, your cultural, uh, your, your, your background and your, your ethnic or your origins, where you've come from and how, you, how they see you, you know. And that's one of the things I've always been really happy about. I've moved around a lot and was in the service, so I've been overseas. So I've had a real wealth of diversity in, you know, my my managers, my my leaders, my teachers, and that has helped me to understand more because they all had a lot of diversity, and that opened me up to, like you mentioned, oh, the teacher's a different culture than me or a different ethnicity than me, or, or a different background, or, you know, uh, from a different country. And maybe they speak differently, they have different, uh, you know, vocabulary. And all of that is an opportunity to learn beyond just whatever the lesson plan is, because you're learning from them as a person, just as much as you're learning from them as a teacher. So I think that that, you're right, that's a great opportunity for the teacher to realize that just like you mentioned with the representing themselves on social media, like they are also the representative of their backgrounds or mm -hmm. their culture in, yep. in the classroom. And that's also a great way to teach, uh, even without it being, you know, like I said, part of the lesson plan, so to speak, of the, yep. that week. So I want to wrap it up by asking you, you know, we, if some of the teachers are feeling left behind, how can we empower them so that they can be that inspirational force once again? So mo the majority of teachers, the majority of teachers are very confident. They are leaders. They're actually leaders in our, in our country. And we, for some reason, think that when you become a leader, you don't need to hear words of affirmation. Words are powerful and words bring life. They can either bring life or death to a situation. So we have to watch our words and we have to either email, Instagram, you know, uh, YouTube. We have so many ways to tell a teacher, thank you. You are important. I couldn't have made it without you. Words mean a lot to teachers. They use words to teach us. They use, they use words to help us grow. And so when the words are given back to them, just nice, calm, appreciative words. Teachers, they every teacher I talk to, they respond so well with just kind words, words of affirmation, words of appreciation, words of honor, and really mean it from your heart. It's funny how we can go out and buy them gifts, but when you call up a teacher or you text a teacher or you email a teacher and say, you know, I just want to let you know I appreciate you. They will respond. And it's even in a relationship. We have to create relationships with teachers. We got to let them know we care about the labor and what they do. It is not okay to think, oh, well, they're just an essential. You need to go to work. No, no. We need to understand that teachers are knowledge givers. They are giving knowledge to the next generation to build a stronger economy. It's all tied together. You can't just say, 
I'm going to give you an ABC. The reason why I'm saying words of affirmation, we all love it. If I say to someone, you know what, you're beautiful. Oh my gosh, thank you. You're this, you're that. It does something to the mind. It does something for the motivation. They're motivated. It does something to their their, their whole um, outlook on who they are as, as individuals that you care, that you took the time to give them work. Words of affirmation mean a lot. Words created the very world we live in today. So I think we have to be careful on how we use our words when it comes to teachers. Yeah, that's great. I think that's a really powerful message and it's, and it's an easy one to do. And I would actually encourage anyone who's listening to this to, to do just that, is to reach out to someone they know who's a teacher and give them some kind of a affirmation message. And, and like you said, it is so easy. We do have all these ways of reaching out. We just need to do it. So, and I actually have a friend, uh, she, she, uh, she's in a, she fell off her bike the other day and she's in the hospital. So uh, I've been trying to message her every day on Instagram and be like, Hey, here's something for you to watch. That's funny from YouTube or, you know, I just wanted to check in on you. I just read this article and here you go, just to give her a little something to, to do while she's recovering. And uh, I haven't thought of it as uh, like affirmation support. I just thought of it as like, well, I'll keep her occupied. She's not losing her mind, just sitting there in bed. But uh, I'm going to, I'm going to reach out to her specifically to send an affirmation to thank her for being a teacher. Uh-huh. I encourage everyone to do that. Yeah. So I want to thank you so much for talking about so, so many things, you know, uh, it's teachers and education in general, your nonprofit, the book, the, the issues, the solutions, the options. And I want to make sure that you have a chance to, you know, give a, a message or a call to, uh, call to action to anyone who's listening, but also make sure people know how to contact you, how to contact No Teacher Left Behind, where to go for the book, you know, give, give us all the information so that everybody can do, it, you know, whatever way it is that they want to be involved, that they want to help out. Okay. Thank you, Shane. And this is a call of action. Uh, we can no longer ignore uh, the way our teachers have been treated in, in our country. And these are our teachers. These are not teachers that live outside of the country. Our teachers are causing our economy to grow, believe it or not. They are giving our children who will be here when we're gone knowledge to create a strong. We are here today, you and I, because teachers help build engineers and attorneys and doctors and scientists and even some of the doctors who are fighting the COVID. Teachers help them. So I want you to think about that when you are, when we all are going through this COVID crisis and how teachers are getting up every day, they have to be motivated by all of us, not just us, not just no teacher left behind. We all have to get involved in this movement and say, you know what, Dr. Murray, you are right. What can I do? And I, I say that it's urgent. It's not something you want to like, okay, I'll do it one day. We are losing teachers right now because teachers are tired and they need our support. So if you want to go and buy the book and that all of the money goes towards helping the health and wellness, go to our website, www.noteachersleftbehind.org, buy a book. I'll say, Dr. Murray, I just want to get 20 bucks. Maybe that'll help a teacher you know, I don't want to read the book. I just want to give. 
And then if you have a health and wellness business and you just want to give, you just want to say, you know what, Dr. Murray, I have some products I just want to send to some teachers. How do we get it to them? I would sure appreciate it. We're going to need all of us. This book was written to Americans. I know that's a broad and vast audience, but guess what? As an American, we all had a teacher. That's what I need to tell you. It's, it's, not, it's not something you don't already know. I just want to remind you of their importance. Yeah, great. Thank you so much. And I'll make sure that when we send the notes out that we have all the links so that way people can find you, find the book, and find No Teachers Left Behind. So thank yeah, you. It'll, it'll be Amazon, Barnes & Nobles. Beginning Saturday will be released on Saturday. We're doing another show um, with Dr. Vaughn on Saturday in regards to the book. And also... Um, if you would like to follow us on Instagram, that's a great way to, to stay connected. You can see all the testimonies of the teachers who have won all the gifts and you can connect with all those teachers on our Instagram and it's just no teachers left behind. And of course, our Facebook, um, stay in contact. So we have, um, we'll have different venues where um, we'll continue to do different things for teachers nationwide. Hi, I'm Shane Borza, a climber, creator, and coach. And I want you to build the skill of health and fitness. My new course is a priceless gift to you, and it's available exclusively on PonoQuest.com. That's P-O-N-O-Quest.com. Build the Skill is a minimalistic, functional, real-world fitness program, which can help you to move better and get stronger faster. I can't wait for you to check it out. And when you do, please let me know how it helps you. That's build the skill at PonoQuest.com. Thank you for joining us on this episode of The Solve Network. As a reminder, these calls are held live on the first and third Thursday of each month. If you'd like to join us as either a listener or guest expert, please contact me at shaneborza.com. On behalf of my co-founder, Benjamin Goss, we're glad you are a part of the network and hope you are finding solutions. If you need solutions, please reach out.